Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast anywhere on the internet. Um, if you are a return listener, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are a first-time listener, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, if you guys have never listened to this podcast, basically what happens is I compare WWE television and matches to fantasy sports. You know, fantasy football, fantasy baseball, whatever you want to go with. I tell you who to start, who to sit, who had a good week, and who had a bad week in terms of fantasy. Not in terms of WWE storyline, I'm talking about fantasy sports. People who start wrestlers for points, you know, who sit them, who don't want to lose matches or points. Uh, fantasy wrestling is actually a, a growing sport, and I'm hoping this podcast actually helps you guys decide who to start and who to sit for the upcoming week. Um, any information I have um, on this podcast is results of what happened on Raw and SmackDown during the week. And any projections I have for next week are Raw, SmackDown, and the pay-per-view. Backlash is Sunday, um, a week from now. But I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But let's just recap what happened last week. Okay, three big things we learned during the week. Uh, Mustafa Ali is back, number three. Um, he will have an impact on the mid-level title. Immediately, he's thrown into the Austin Theory um, title angle. Um, he interfered with the Miz interview with Austin Theory. Ciampa interfered later um, and attacked Mustafa Ali later with the win. But it's good for Mustafa Ali to be back, having TV time. I liked him. I'm more of a heel Mustafa Ali fan, but it's nice to have him at TV time. Uh, number two, the bigger news of the week is Asuka, ba- is Asuka is back. Um, Becky Lynch came back, um, talked about her, how she misses her title, her precious, all that fun jazz. She's supposed to be like unhinged and wacky and crazy now. But Asuka's back, interrupted her. That's good. I don't think they're going to have a fight at uh, Backlash. It's kind of soon for that. They'll fight at the next pay-per-view. But it's good for Asuka to be back in on television. And the number one thing, broad thing we learned during the week is the title unification match for the tag titles between the Usos and RK-Bro is now a six-man tag match um, involving Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. I'm not a fan of this. Two reasons why. One, you build up the tag title match. Um, it was a good build-up, and now you're just scrapping it to have a six-man match. And two, this means Roman Reigns is not defending his title which you should always have the world champion, or at least one of his two titles, always should be defended on the pay-per-view. I mean, there's no reason for him not to defend the title. So it looks like he's going to fight Drew McIntyre on the next pay-per-view, but there's no reason for him to have this match that Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns to be interfering in this match or involved in this match at all. Okay, sorry about this. I got distracted. Okay. Now let's get into our top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week in terms of fantasy points. Um, these are wrestlers that if you started, you know you racked up a lot of points. Good for you. Good decision to start them. And it was a good decision. And you probably won the week if you had any of those guys starting. Number three is Ricochet. He beat Chanky for the IC title. I, I'll i get to this match in a little bit, but I didn't see Ricochet losing to Shanky. Um, it looks like Shanky and Jinder Mahal are having a little dust up. I, I, who knows where this is going to go. Maybe Shanky's jealous of uh, Veer. Whatever. I don't know what they're going with this. But Ricochet is our number three most valuable stud of the week. Number two, 
Um, Drew McIntyre beat Sami Zayn in the steel cage match. He finally beat him. Uh, last couple weeks, Sami Zayn has been running away in regular matches and in the Lumberjack match. So you're, if you had Drew, you've just been pissed um, about not really having a decision in any of those matches. But now you actually racked up the points in a steel cage match. Uh, good for you. I couldn't see Sami Zayn winning this match at all. It would have made no sense at all. But it builds credibility for Drew, even though he didn't need it. But now he has something else to go forward to, which it looks like it's going to be Roman Reigns. Okay, now let's get to our top three fantasy duds of the week. These are wrestlers that had a bad week uh, in terms of fantasy. Not only did they lose a match, but you know it just didn't. It just wasn't a good week for them. Uh, number three is Sonya Deville. She lost. Now it's, some people are. She lost to um, Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Title. Some leagues count it as three separate matches um, because she lost by countout, then she lost by DQ, and then she lost in a no DQ match. Some people count it as one match because Sonya Deville actually just continued the match. However, you want to go with, uh, I'm a I'm a fan of if they say they want to restart the match, that means the previous match didn't start or never counted. So I have it as technically one loss for Sonya Deville, but either way. She lost to Bianca Belair, and I don't know how she's going to get in a title match. Uh, the number two fantasy dud of the week is Butch. He Okay, first of all, he didn't have a match, but this Butch is missing. Butch, Butch is running away. This angle is going south fast, if it makes any sense. You have to have him fight. He's losing credibility every week he doesn't fight. I know he's a, a rabid Wolverine, or he's unhinged, or he's crazy. Whatever you want to go with, Sheamus and Holland can't control him. I don't care. But if you own Butch in your fantasy league, you have to have him fight matches. And every week he doesn't fight, he loses credibility. So I have number two is Butch is my fantasy dud of the week. And my number one fantasy dud of the week is the women's division in SmackDown. Uh, Shotzi and Aaliyah, listen, I know you're not in the level of Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair, but it's just, if you're not Rousey or Flair, you, you have no credibility for the rest of the division. The other division has to rack up some wins somewhere. I know Aaliyah tied uh, Charlotte Flair, but it's just, you, you have no level of competition. You have a two-person division and it's SmackDown. After Ronda Rousey beats Charlotte Flair this week on Backlash, who's she going to defend the title against? There's nobody credible. So, I'm sorry, I'm going to get on a tangent, but there's no credibility for the SmackDown Women's Division. That Those are our number, three, number one fantasy dud of the week. Okay, so let's get into my favorite part of the show, starts and sits. So let's get into who I said to start and who I said to sit for this week. Let's see how they did. I said to start Ricochet. I said he wasn't going to lose to Janky. He did not. I said to start Ronda Rousey. Um, she's not going to lose. She did not lose either. Um, she beat Shotzi. I didn't know who she was going to face, but I knew she was going to lose. I said to sit Baron Corbin. He did not have a match, so that was a good pick by me. And I said to sit Seth Rollins. He actually lost in an eight-man tag match. Now, if you lose an eight-man tag match, I really you can't blame a person for being involved in a match because there's no way you can be involved... And unless you are the one who gets pinned or counted out or whatever, 
you can't blame that wrestler. Even a six-man is kind of shady, but an eight-man tag, too many bodies, you can't blame wrestler. What? I did correctly say to sit Seth Rollins. So, start uh, Ricochet, I was correct. Start Rousey, I was correct. Sit Corbin, I was correct. And to sit uh, Seth Rollins, I was correct. Okay, for as for this week's picks, I am going to include Raw, SmackDown, and the Backlash pay-per-view. So, anything I include here for picks, I am including Backlash pay-per-view. Okay. So, first thing I'm going to start is Ciampa. Um, I think he's going to get a match against Mustafa Ali this week because he attacked him. I think Ali's going to call him out. Whatever. Um, so, I'm going to go Ciampa getting a, a big W this week. I'm also going to start Madcap Moss. He's going to fight Baron Corbin. Sorry. Happy Corbin on the pay-per-view. Um, I think... Moss needs a pay-per-view quality win for credibility going forward. You can't have Corbin win the match. It kind of kills any momentum Moss has. So I'm going to start Moss this week. I'm going to sit Charlotte Flair. She's had to tuddle long enough. She's fighting Rousey in an I quit match. I can understand her beating Ronda Rousey one time at WrestleMania, but I can't see her beating her two two pay-per-views in a row, WrestleMania and Backlash. So I'm going to sit Charlotte Flair. And a little bit of a stretch. I'm going to sit uh, Lashley. He's fighting Olmus um, at Backlash. I think Olmus needs the win on the pay-per-view for credibility. Lashley doesn't need the win. He can go by himself for a little bit. Um, but you need Olmus to be just keep the momentum going. He's with MVP. It'll kind of kill momentum he has with the new manager. Um, and then losing the arm wrestling match that they had. Whatever. Who cares about that? But I, I think Omis is going to win on Backlash. So I'm going to sit Lashley. So let me quickly. I'm going to start Ciampa. I'm going to start I'm going to start Moss. I'm going to sit Charlotte. And I'm going to sit Lashley. Um, as for the Fantasy Wrestling Side of the Week, Reggie lost um, a tag match um, this week with Dana Brooke uh, <laughs> against Tazawa. Um, and his um, wife. And it's actually Reggie's first ever loss in tag match. Uh, before this loss, he was actually 4-0 in tag matches and 1-0 6-man. Listen, you're not going to get more Reggie matches than tag matches. It was kind of like an impromptu match. But I don't know what they're doing with the 24-7. So until they can kind of figure out what they're going to do with the 24-7 title or they're going to branch off these guys... Um, you, you, it's hard to explain what they're going to do with Reggie and Tozawa and um, Dana Brooke and um, whatever else her name is. Um, Tiz- um, Tamina, I'm sorry, I drew a blank. Just it, It's just they're going back and forth in wins. They're going back and forth to the title. they got to have some kind of direction for this, which they don't. So I'm staying away from the 24-7 and all these storylines that they have going on for this. But... I'm sorry, I don't want to get a tangent about how I hate the 24-7 title. That's a different story. Okay, sorry for being late about the podcast. Uh, remember, if you want to hit me up for fantasy questions, it's Mike at Real Wintry. That's my Twitter account. Uh, remember, you can't spell Wintry without W-Y-N. And I hope you guys enjoy the Backlash pay-per-view this upcoming weekend. And um, have a good week. And um, like I said, I'm sorry about delay. Okay, have a good one, guys. Thank you.